0: okay cool hello everybody this is your fantasy podcast baseball what's up i'm here with my boy big ant what's up ant what's
1: up my man Doing how's good. it going man
0: everything good man you ready to talk a little baseball
1: baseball baseball and more baseball let's get it going
0: all right all right all right everyone though so we got a we got a nice little show going on um we're going to talk about some mlb mlb injuries we got some big ones that we need to discuss it's uh pretty heartbreaking to some of some of us fantasy owners who drafted couple of these guys uh so it, it hurts a little bit but we'll go over that uh i want to talk a little bit about the the world baseball classic uh it was a pretty it was a pretty nice one if you didn't get to check it out i know i caught the highlights, so i just want to go over that a little bit uh we also have the top uh fantasy free agents uh so a couple of those guys that got hurt we're gonna see i know there's no there's no uh filling uh the spot for those guys but we're gonna check the fantasy free agency if we can find something out there we got fantasy awesome. trends we got early predictions, and then, and we have some upcoming Triple A players that we want to take a look at. So just in case uh, we can find somebody way, way, way deep down there and could make a a splash on your team. So <clears throat> that's what we got in store for you. Uh, and we're, let's let's just jump right to the MLB injuries, man. Jose Altuve. Woo, man, that's that that's a big blow, about? man. I mean, uh, <laughs> the timetable.
1: Uh, I'm thinking I heard it was what eight to ten weeks. Eight to ten weeks. Ken Rosenthal uh, tweeted it last night. Big time blow if you've already drafted. If not, that's somebody you take in the way later rounds now instead of the top probably three or four rounds. Now you're taking him in the eighth, ninth, tenth round now. Eight eight to ten weeks, that's a big chunk of your season. That's like one third of the season. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of those that you're going to have to sit back and play your cards with if you've already drafted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> there's no okay. Let's just right off the bat, man. There's no replacing Altuve off the free agency. So... To... <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, like I like I told the guy who drafted him in our our, our draft from last week. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I got, I got, I got a pretty deep roster." I was like, man, you're not replacing Jose Altuve. It doesn't matter who you have at the position. You are not you're not replacing that bat. It's yeah, not there's, happening. There's, so there's, I mean, there's the no day, way. At the end of the day, you could have drafted well at the second base position. You could have had maybe you know two good guys there. And yeah, you, you could fill that void, but you're not filling Jose Altuve's numbers.
0: No way. Big difference. Big difference. No way. The guy yeah. the guy damn near batted almost 300 or I think he might have batted 300. So he did. just yeah, just just find a guy to bat 300 is
1: yeah, you can forget about Every it. You yeah,
0: yeah. You're <laughs> not going to find that.
1: Every year 20 yeah. plus home runs, close to 100 RBIs. I mean, if yeah. not, he
0: might be the right now the best fantasy second baseman. I mean, he's right there. He's either one or two yeah. uh I don't know who he's I don't know who else is up there with him, but Altuve's been a name at second base for plenty of years, and he's Going been there for a decade. while. Going on a yeah.
1: Now. <laughs> yeah. So even
0: at his age now, he's still very, very, very productive. So that's a big loss, man. So uh, we could try to we'll get into that a little bit more if we once we get into these fantasy free agents. Um, another one, Edwin Diaz, man, man, this one, this one hurts my heart, man. Uh, I drafted him. He was the first reliever taken off the board. I took him. And man, celebrating the win goes down.
1: You 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 almost feel like like the Jose Altuve injury is that <laughs> serious, but then Edwin Diaz is really just as close to just serious of an injury for anybody who drafts a reliever. I mean, that's top reliever off the board, hands down. And you're yeah. gonna lose him for the whole season. He he did. He, I did see a tweet where he said he's hoping for a comeback. I'm thinking regular season comeback, not fantasy nah, season, nah. season comeback. So. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be he... back for
0: playoffs. I think he can make it for the playoffs, but yeah, for us fantasy playoffs. owners, what does yeah. that do for us?
1: Yeah, you're uh you're cutting him and you're hoping there's something on on the waivers immediately. You know, there's nothing there's nothing that's going to replace him like we said along with the Altuve, but uh the reliever position isn't nearly as hard as you know the Altuve situation, but it's it's hit or miss with the relievers in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so with with the reliever position, there's a lot of young, there's a lot of young pitchers that are that are coming up and they're they're starting pitchers, and that's where you can find out and, and fill in them as like double starts. So you can kind of get the double starts with at the reliever position because they're technically um positioned there until they get five starts and then they're eligible to go starting position or starting starting pitcher. So you have that little leeway between both of them. So that's the kind of cool part of it. I mean, yeah, it sucks to lose them, but you're gonna find a little bit more. Uh, d- you're gonna probably find a lot more double starts in in the young relievers and try to fill a void. You're not gonna fill it, but you're gonna you're gonna do your best to try to try to uh, make up some points there.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> you're gonna have the flexibility with that void now, but at the end of the day, you never want to have to deal with that situation. Yeah, exactly.
0: So yeah, there's uh, another one we have is uh, Brandon Nemo diagnosed with a strain. Both his knees he's a second baseman he's one of the middle middle of the pack second basemans he's also uh he's also took an injury I there was no timetable when I looked it up I don't know if you heard anything about that injury I have not yeah so he he went down and he had to get helped off so hopefully that's not too bad but it sounds like, sound like the Mets are just
1: getting it early <laughs> hey it, man they hopefully just, they can get they these just, out they, got like a two, they just gave him like a 15-year contract yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: So-, <laughs> so hopefully they get these mess can get these injuries out the way, man, but it's, it's not looking too good. Um, and uh, better news, uh, Jacob DeGrom, he makes his uh, Cactus League uh, debut on uh, today, actually. So
1: that's some a good news people, for some fans. Yeah. A lot of people are excited with that one.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty good. They- I know he didn't go as high as, you know, he's supposed to because he is one of the top pitchers in, in the MLB, yeah. but, uh, I mean, if he's already if he's already on his way back, that's
1: pretty good news, man. Real good news. I just want to tell him to take it easy. You know, don't overdo <laughs> yourself. It's, it's just Cactus League. Just take it easy, man. You know, you have nothing to prove and stay healthy. <laughs>
0: oh man. Yeah, so that's very good news, man. He's a he's a top flight pitcher. So if you have him, that's good news for uh for you fantasy owners. Uh last one I want to touch is Lance McCullers. Uh he's finally Gain some information on uh, on his injury. It's been uh, it's been just all cloudy ever since he got hurt. But it's a very low low grade strain uh, on his right forearm. Uh, anything to do, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's his pitching hand. Anytime it has to deal with your pitching hand, man. You want to take it extra slow, man, because there's just yeah. that extra there's that extra caution where like if you, you overdo it, it's gonna be like it's
1: it's just you know you don't want to have any other setback than you need. Yeah, you're, you're not pouring your own drinks. You're not probably not feeding yourself. Like, I actually heard – I don't want to jump off subject, but I heard Edwin Diaz, the, the Mets owner, they, they, he, he bought him a nutritionist. He bought him a physical therapist. He bought him all this and that just to get him back into shape to help him bring him back quicker. So it's like those situations, when you're a big-name player, you get you get all that extra stuff, you know. Because it comes with the territory when you pay somebody that kind of money. You, you want them on the field. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's uh, – <clears throat> hopefully he takes it easy. I have him on my fantasy team
0: too, so it's not good. You see these MLB injuries, you know, a part of Royal. our show. And I got a couple of the guys there, but I mean, these are quality players. Diaz, I lost for the season, and it uh, hurts a little bit, but we got to move on. Still, still play, uh, still plenty early to kind of try to find something a little diamond in the rough. And we'll get we'll go over some free agent fantasy, uh,
1: free agents later. But all right, uh, moving to the World Baseball Classic. Were you able to catch that USA game? I was not, I was at a dinner, but I, I, I caught the seventh, I caught the eighth inning via twitter the bomb trey turner bomb yeah it was a uh, it was one of those games where like it's like literally a like world series type play and yeah you're, you got the same feels you know this and that and eighth inning they were down i believe one or two runs trey turner comes up hits a grand slam you're up two or three i believe and they end up winning the game yeah
0: man trey turner man that's one that's one hell of a fancy player there man whoever got him uh <clears throat> looking good so i mean for you fantasy owners look it, it's looking good He looks like he's already in mid-season form. So hopefully uh, he can stay healthy and just continue that the rest of the way. But, yeah, the USA went uh, went on to win that game on a 97 comeback victory, man. And it looks like uh, later on tonight they'll they'll be facing Cuba in the semifinals. So uh, if you have a chance, just go ahead and catch it, man. USA still in it. Um, But I just wanted to touch a little bit on the World Baseball Classic just because, you know, USA still in it. Uh, I might have to check that game out later. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Ant. Let's move on, man. Let's let's talk. We got a lot of free agent fantasy players uh, out here, man. Honestly, when I looked at the list, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot
1: of people there that could be on teams still. Yeah, I mean, but like when when I I do agree with you to an extent, but when you when your roster is only you know set to a certain amount, you kind of got to you know nit, nitpick who you want to really hold on to, and like like we both agreed on, we both want to hold on to pitchers in our league, so batters, batters, for the most part, are always going to be there, you know, they're always going to be there as a kind of like a a waiver pickup if you need last minute on a Sunday or, you know, something like that, so, yeah, that's not not really something I'm really too worried about going into the fantasy season. Okay,
0: yeah, I mean, I see some hitters that were drafted, you know, last season, I know this is a different season and a different year, and uh, it's all about who's hot and who's not from going back there, but Right here, um, right off the bat, let's see if we can start off with uh, Ty, what, Ty France. I know, I think you were looking
1: at him a little bit in the draft. I was, yeah, I was. This being being our first draft, you really never know, you know, how how it's going to pan out. And uh, without doing, like, you know, some extreme homework, there's going to be players you believe will fall to you or players that you see after the draft. Oh, man, what is he still doing there, you know? So, I mean, Ty France, he, he was a big name last year. He was in the Rookie of the Year conversation he uh, had a great year, and uh, he's one of those players that I feel like should be rostered at least, you know. But, like, like our teams know because we, we like to go heavy on pitchers, but, like, on a roster in general, in any league, he should at least be on someone's team. Yeah, with the, with the stats we have in front of us, uh, this is
0: predictions. So they actually predict him to go to bat 300. You know, to be able to bat 300, um, he's going to strike out a little bit, you know, 103 uh, strikeouts, but that's not even too bad. Uh that's actually somewhat pretty uh decent. And you know, he's gonna he's gonna hit about 20 bombs and you know he's gonna have 172 hits. I mean so this guy can potentially if somebody's having trouble at first base, potentially I see this guy going off
1: the free agency pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree with that. This guy he he he's young, he only has room to improve, and he's already putting up the numbers, you know, to you, you're not really gonna question it, you know, going forward. Yep.
0: All right, next guy we have on there, we got Josh Bell. We could talk about it, man. I, first of all, man, this guy's ever since that, not last year, the year before when he had like 40-something home runs, man, he just – he looked pretty bad last year because I know I
1: drafted him. He looked <laughs> horrible last year. He, 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 <laughs> I don't think I, – I, I'm not 100% of him, but I don't think he even – he had an okay start and then he just hit a wall. And this guy didn't produce for anybody. People held on to him for a long to for too long to worry that like, oh yeah, you know, he'll come around this and that. He didn't do anything, he ended up on waivers in majority of the leagues. And now <clears> that's one of those question marks for hey, it's it's still Josh Bell, he's a big name player, he plays you know for a decent squad with a okay batting lineup around him. So you know, what do you do? Do you take do you wait? And if you wait, maybe someone else gets him before you do. So what you know, that's one of the situations where you gotta worry, worry uh, about, you know, who you drafted and who you want on your bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but, I mean, prediction for him, they
0: predicted to put up 429 points. The average, I mean, I know he was – I don't have his last year stats, but I could probably bring him in a little bit. But uh, 286, if you're batting 286, it's somewhat decent. I mean, it's not too bad. That's pretty but good. I know he was well below that. And his his home runs, I mean, we expect this guy to at least hit 30 home runs. I mean, for, I mean, for the type he, of guy he is, for, to predict only 23 from Josh Bell?
1: When you when you think of Josh Bill, you think of 35 40 home runs. You know, you don't think of a high batting average, you think of 35 40 home runs and probably 110 RBIs. If he's not giving you at least 30 bombs, he's not on your team. Simple as that. Mm. You know, cuz he, he's not he's not going to put the ball in play every time. He's <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. if he's not giving you those two bombs a week, three bombs a week to keep you in contention because I mean, every position you need at least I say between 15 and 25 points, you know. This is just to average things out so I mean if, you, if he's not giving you a, a, re- a realistic amount of points weekly he's, he's gonna be on my waivers
0: yeah unless unless we see the old Josh Bell I don't see honestly I really don't see him coming off the free agency man he's not he's not uh I, honestly he's not even on my radar he has yeah he's oh uh, wait. Wait yeah he, he has to have that that magical bounce back year I mean because he could have a bounce back year and the home runs are low but like you said if he ain't if he's not hitting for power man yeah he's He's not that kind of first baseman you really want. Um, let's go on to my my old uh, the ex Oakland A himself, Chappy. What do you think,
1: man? Uh, I mean, he's been
0: rostered on a lot of teams
1: the past couple of years. Man, but... I am. I would love to just roast this guy, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> this guy should not be rostered by anybody. You can stamp of approval, whatever you want to call it. This guy shouldn't—he should not be on your team. He strikes out at a high clip. He does not get enough hits to even keep you in contention weekly, and he should not be on your squad. I'll say it time and time again until he shows me something for at least half a season.
0: I, I don't. I, what what happened to this guy, man? He was when he was in Oakland. I, 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 we all knew he struck out a lot. All right, but it's like his last season in Oakland. He just kind of like. It was okay, and then we still ended
1: up trading him to the Blue Jays. Yep. And he just never lived up to his name ever since then, man. Yeah, he, I, I don't know. Maybe he lost the juju. Maybe he lost uh, that Oakland swag you guys have, you know, year in and year out. But I couldn't tell you. I mean, Billy Bean he makes he makes a lot of moves that people people make think twice. Like, hey, man, like what is what is Billy Bean doing? But then then he gets crucified for the moves that he makes like that. Like Matt Chapman was a household name. But, let I me mean, look now. I mean, does it really look bad on his end? No. So I mean. You kind of got to give and take with the GMs. Yeah, Billy Bean. I understand. (laughs) I
0: mean, even if you get one – because I've noticed that with the A's, man. Sometimes you'll get like – who did we trade? It was the third baseman. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But uh, we traded the third baseman. He won the MVP. We we traded him to Toronto. What was his name? Oh, my gosh. I'll remember it here soon. But um, we traded him to Toronto. He won the MVP. And then he kind of just went – Kind of went to, every like man, he couldn't find a home. So I mean, he does things. He's a he's a hater. Love. Oh, you're talking about man, man. Josh Donaldson. Donaldson. There we Donaldson. go. Yeah, remember yeah Donaldson? this guy. This
1: guy's. What, I think I, I think he's in New York right now. I hope I hope I don't want to show you guys away with my our knowledge, but I'm pretty sure he's in New York still. Donaldson. Man, I, man. I could not think out of the Donaldson. top of my head. Yeah, man. Yeah, I that used the hard, that, 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 that's not an easy one to remember. To be honest, that's a while ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donaldson, man, because I know he came
0: up as a catcher and i was like i was so hyped i got josh donaldson my first season as, uh, he was catch he could play catcher for you the guy knocked like 30 something bombs and i'm like what i think i won it that year and um and i was just so mad when we uh, when we what's cut, when we traded him away i was just like oh what are we doing man what are we yeah. doing with this but he makes those he makes those decisions man but it's better for the a's the a's i mean we just don't got the money to support that we play that money ball man you know you know how that goes Oh yeah, But, yeah, Chapman, man, let's just go over a couple of his uh, – this is what they predict on him this season, 164 strikeouts.
1: Yeah, there you go right there. (laughs) I I didn't even have to look that stat up. I mean, if you you play fantasy baseball at all, you just – that's just a given. Every year, man, he's going to strike out two, three times a game, and you hope he gives you that home run to cancel it out and give you probably three points. So, that's just how it's going to go for him. So, that's why I said he's a big X. Leave him on waivers. Hey, the 27 home runs doesn't do nothing for you. No, not a thing. Because fantasy baseball's a lot of games, a lot of weeks, and the strikeout ratio, it's a home run ratio does not, does not work at all for me.
0: Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm with you on that one, that he's just so inconsistent. He's gonna have that week.
1: This
0: is what's gonna happen, Ant. He's gonna he's gonna go on fire, hit like yep. five home runs in a week. Somebody's gonna go grab him. And then you know what's going to happen. He's going to strike out all the the whole next week. And he's going to give you like two points or he might even give you a negative.
1: This is something that I recommend for anybody who's listening. This newer fantasy baseball, just because somebody has a three home run game or a four home run game, do not just go out there and just waste all your fab money or waste your waiver or priority on a guy who does that. I would wait. I would wait and take the loss over waiting and, Picking them up, or and then picking them up and losing your priority on the waiver order, or losing a chunk of fab that you can't get back because a lot of the time, like Paul just said, it doesn't work out. Next week, dude, checking <laughs> out twice a game, he'll go, he'll probably go like four for 25, 16 K's and two doubles, you know, with with an RBI and give you ten fantasy points. So, yeah, yeah that's like I said, I didn't, I didn't want to be too mean with Matt Chapman, but we kind of just. <laughs> We kind of just yeah, did our thing on that one
0: exactly. Another, another tip I have, man, because uh, it's a long season, as Ant would say. So I know it could be like the first four weeks of the season, and you have one of you know, one of the top players, right? And they just haven't done anything in a month. But you have to think about this. Um, some of these guys don't get hot until into their second month, or sometimes even after the all star break, some of these guys just kind of go, uh, go off. So if you have a top tier player, I've seen it. I see it every year, man. Every year, somebody just cuts cuts the wire on somebody really good too early, and then I'm like, you know, hey, you want to drop him? I I'll take him in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm finding room to. I'm trying to room to clear space yeah. off and grab this big name guy. And you know, hey, sit him on my bench until he, he heats up because a lot of these big names they get drafted high for a reason, and sometimes they don't kick off until the second half. Yep. and that's a, that happens a lot, man. So. In fantasy, make sure you keep an eye. If you see somebody drop a big name, hey, and you got room on that bench, stash them because eventually they're going to catch fire, man. Do not, do not get rid of those big names too, too early because they're starting the season pretty bad.
1: They, they, they are a big name for a reason, and they when they when when they come around, and the, and you you pick them up on waivers, and you're waiting maybe a month you know three four weeks you know, oh man you know I, I picked him up and he's not doing nothing for me and he hit he hit you that fifth week and for the rest of the season he's hitting 320 or 35 home runs that could easily win you a league man so like paul said just take you know have patience you know wait wait, wait that out a little bit <laughs> yeah definitely to, man. definitely if you have the player definitely don't cut him too soon and yeah and if you have any questions you can always you know shoot a comment or you know shoot uh shoot something in the chat and you know, we can always answer your questions whenever we whenever we see him so at least give you our honest opinion. You know, we're not biased at all. I'm a Giants fan. He's an A's fan. I don't care who you know what team it's regarding. But we'll shoot you the answer that we believe uh, helps you out. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's a couple of, uh, couple of
0: tips to help you out, man. I know if you're if like you said we're if you're new to fantasy baseball. I mean, I've no, I've been doing this for a long time, man. And I know I don't know about Ant. How many years he's in? I know with this league, too long, man, too long. <laughs> so yeah, those are just a couple of quick tips, man. Um like you said, if you have any other questions, just go ahead and hit us up. Moving on this list, man, Ryan McMahon. I feel like this guy's, uh, and he's pretty injury prone, especially the last couple of years. Uh, they predict him with 405 fantasy points. Uh, the average is about 263. uh, he strikes strikes out, you know, 159 Ks, uh, with the strikeout rate. And then he hits about 24 homers. And he, he had about a, We're predicting about 143 hits on the season. So, third base, Colorado, good place to hit the baseball. Um, I mean, third baseman's a a tricky one also. So, third baseman, there's only a a couple of them there. He's kind of one of the guys that he's very streaky, and he does go on those. He'll be hot for a month, and then he'll go cold for two weeks. So, it it, it all depends on the type of third. If you have a solid third baseman – and he's just a lock-in every every week. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you're good. But there's plenty of third basemans where like this guy's hot for a month. I'm gonna run with this guy for a month. And then you just find some other guy who's been hot for two weeks. So I know a lot of people do that. He's one of the guys that could stay hot for a month, uh, just for the fact that he plays for Colorado and those in Colorado they put up a lot of points.
1: Hitters ballpark hundred percent. Um, like like Paul said, just ride the wave, you know. If, if if he's gonna hit you for a couple weeks in a row, then also, you got to know when to cut bait, you know, because you know eventually he's gonna, he's You're gonna, gonna th- that run. way that, that way is gonna end, you know, and then you got to not hold on for him too long, and then that can cost you a couple Ws. Uh, so you just gotta, it's it's hard, it's not easy by any means, but you just got to know when to cut bait. Uh, it's it's not easy to see at times, but overall you'll you'll know you'll notice a big drastic difference in what they do from week to week. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, we have another guy, Charlie Blackman, same team.
1: Good year last year.
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, he's already got the injury. He's already he's already got that injury. Uh, he's crazy, he's icon. like thirty eight years
1: old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's
0: he's still productive
1: though. Yeah, dude, he had a great year. He, I, I had him. I, I actually traded for him last year in uh, the league that you weren't a big fan of. Mm. And I mean, he he had weeks where he was good. He was really consistent. I mean, that's that's one thing about baseball is that the people who only majority get like doubles, triples, hits, stuff like that. They won't. From week to week, give you the biggest numbers, but they'll give you numbers that are better than average. And that, that makes a big difference, too, because you won't always get like the stud. You won't always get the 30, 40, 50 point weeks, but you'll get a 20, 25, 30s. And at consistency, like like you said in our draft, consistency is crucial to winning a championship in fantasy baseball because it's so long. Injury. I feel like no matter who you own, at one point or another, your, your players are going to get hurt weeks, days, you know, doesn't matter. to make a difference. But Charlie yeah. Blackman, he was really consistent probably about three fourths of the season. So I, yeah that's somebody I, I, I said, personally I, I'm a big fan of Charlie Blackman, even though I just roasted him on his age. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, we got this guys in the MLB that are I think 43
0: years old, man. Yeah. You should, I mean, yeah you drafted a lot of pitchers that were above the, <laughs> the, the
1: predecessors. <laughs> yeah hey,
0: we'll talk we can talk about that later man no worries. I mean he's still producing so as long as you produce man that's all I care about. Um look at Verlander. He's still <laughs> Verlander's what's still top of his game and one of the oh, oldest yeah. pitchers. Exactly. All right. I guess we're going to keep it in Colorado here, man. Um, <laughs> first baseman, CJ Cron.
1: He actually I got mean, drafted. And he's already cut Yeah. in our fantasy league, which is surprising. <laughs> what do you think about him, man? Um, A big bopper. Strikes out a lot. I had him in fantasy last year. At one point, he was going to be my keeper, but then I went a different route. He's on waivers right now. And I, I'm not crazy about the him being on waivers, but I don't necessarily blame him because, like you said, there's not a handful of first and third basemen that you can actually rely on after that. It's kind of you know, right in the wave, like you said. So I don't mind it, but at, at the same point, at, at the same time, I do think he might be rostered at some point. Yeah, I think so too, man. They got to go uh, to put up at least 403
0: fantasy, uh, a 282 average, 31 bombers, uh, about 91 RBIs, his case, it's not as bad. I mean, he's got 130 compared to the. Uh, that's still pretty high, but it's not Matt Chapman high. No, but, no. no, no. Um, I mean, and then and then his doubles. He has almost 30 doubles there, and then 133 hits. So he's um, he outside of awesome.
1: the top.
0: outside of the top 12. I mean, he's maybe like right there into that 13, 14. If I mean, if you're if your first baseman goes down
1: with an injury and you're gonna miss a couple of weeks. He's, your, he's a replacement for sure right there right yeah. Colorado, like like you said too in Colorado they that ballpark the ball flies so I mean he, he's a big bopper and he, he's known for the long ball he, he he has those weeks for he has five bombs you know in, in three games and that gives you the win for the week so I mean like I said he's one of those guys that it's, it's kind of like one of those iffy guys but I, I, at the end of the day I, I would say he needs to be rostered
0: yeah I, I agree with you man I feel like he should be rostered. Uh, even as a dh spot on your team um, if you're not if you're not sure with like your da spot or your utility i'm sorry um, depending on the roster spots you guys have on your teams but yeah he i think he'd be a solid utility
1: guy in yeah. my eyes yeah your uh, standard t- 10 12 man leagues um, one utility i would say that's a, that's that's a pretty good chance he's on your squad two utilities guaranteed on your squad and then a 14 man, I would say at least on your at least on your bench.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he it does it does show him um it does show him uh, injured here. So may it could be a reason. I don't know the full. I yeah, it's a you know the- there's gonna be a chunk of Nicky neck injuries. Yeah, so but for sure we do see if, if he's on your free agents uh, in your free agency and he's available and you have a spot, that wouldn't be a bad pickup in my eyes. Uh moving on. Another uh, old cat <clears throat> JD Martinez looks like he's gonna be the DH for the
1: Los Angeles Dodgers. I think you had him on your team last season, didn't you? I did. I, I love JD Martinez. I've been a fan of his for a long time, and I that was somebody I wanted the Giants to go out and talk and make contact with and try to sign because we have the new DH rule. So I was a fan of that. They the Dodgers end up getting them pretty salty, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it's baseball. And maybe, maybe our guys, you know, are doing the right thing. Maybe we're going to miss them. Who knows? But at the end of the day, just based off fantasy, I do think he is a uh, must own player, especially in Dodger Stadium. It's a tiny ballpark. He is a great contact hitter, and he will get you t- between 20 and 30 home runs now. Not the same guy you saw in Arizona and early uh, Boston, but he will get you probably 20 to 30 home runs. Well, kind of cool. depends. Honestly, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But honestly, it kind of depends on how. Uh, the Dodgers are kind of, you know, mojos going, this and that. If they're, if they're, if they're full force going, then uh, I don't see anybody in that lineup being stopped. But their lineup's a lot different than last year, so it's going to be a total different story over there. Yeah, honestly, it, when this guy gets hot,
0: man, <laughs> this guy is hot. We're talking about three homer games. I've seen it plenty of times, man. So it says that he, they predict him with 22 home runs. Easily can get that 30 to 35. Yeah, if, and easy. Down. So – Depending on what kind of year he has, he's playing, in, he's playing in, uh, with the Dodgers, so you know there's going to be some, some bats there to, to work around. So he could be put in a situation where he's going to get you those RB, that RBI support. So he's a, he's, a, he's a guy to keep an eye on to, for me, uh, especially – I think he has – I think he can play the outfield. I'm not 100% sure. But they got him as DH only right now. I'd have to double-check that one. Um, as long as he played it, the outfield a, a couple of times last season,
1: I think he should be eligible. Like five or six games. Yeah, five or six but games. Now, but now, I, I believe that, at least with him, he's going to be primarily DH. Just with exactly. his age and everything, you know, they, they don't need him running around the outfield no more.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and let's just do one more, and then let's switch it over to pitchers, all right? Yeah. Um, Austin Meadows, right fielder for the Detroit Tigers. Um, I think uh, they got him at 396 points. Uh, batting about 258, strikes out about a hundred times. It's not too not too bad. About 82 RBIs, 21 homers, and about 134 hits. I mean, not a bad guy. Austin Meadows had a great year the year before. Um, I know he was he was drafted on some teams, yeah, the previous year. He's one of those middle of the pack. If you need if your if your outfielder goes down and you get him at the right time when he's peaking or if he's hot. He's kind of one of those replacement guys.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe a, two years ago I was pretty high on this guy, and then he got hurt and he never really recovered. So until, he, like you said, like if you catch him when he's peaking, that's one thing. But one, he's got to be healthy to peak, and two, we, we got to see something before I even consider picking him up. Uh, he he's one of those guys who I I wouldn't mind you know picking up if, if somebody got hurt in my in my outfield or maybe you needed a. De- uh, fill the DH spot but overall I'm leaving my waivers to so I see tell us the otherwise. All right.
0: All right. Then we got this that popped up man. <clears throat> uh, we got a little question here. How, how often would you need to uh change each lineup each day or change my lineup multiple times a day? Every team is uh every league is different. So last year in um, in Ant's buddies league it was a daily it was a daily league. So you if somebody got hurt or what whatnot you could change you could change the uh, your lineup daily, which was it was cool for a little bit. I I, I was I mean, especially if your guy gets hurt, if your guy gets hurt, it's a big plus. And the league we're in right now, it's it's that set it and forget it lineup, man. So you go, you got till Monday until I think the first team plays. If I'm if I think I'm yeah, I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. Is that how it worked? In once one or I think it's uh, once, one the team once locks the first, up.
1: Once the first player on your squad plays, no matter what position, pitcher, batter, team Once locks. Somebody on your team plays. Your team's frozen, and good luck from there. Yeah,
0: so that being said, if I got, you know, Mike Trout, you know, coming out and they're talking about, you know, he got hurt on Friday night. They kept him out Saturday, and he won't play till Monday to see how he feels. (laughs) Now, in this league, you really have to take that in consideration because, hey, do I want to play a guy? Yeah, he's still kind of hurt. Could he hit that DL Monday morning? And then just kind of mess your whole week up. that's happened plenty times more often than any, than you would think in this league and uh
1: it, it kind of sucks because if you leave him in there, you're not getting nothing in it yeah there's there's so many scenarios to go with you could you could start him, he could play half the week, then get hurt again you could you could start him Monday, and then last minute he sits out like you said, and he doesn't play for the whole week you know, based off it, of, you know, lingering or, you know, or they, they saw something that, you know, they're scared of, that they don't want them to play on, give them a week off. I mean, there's always something. That's why That's why I'm a huge fan of daily. If there's even a button in daily or you can just do it for the whole week. And there you go. You just hit the button, puts everybody in there for the week, and you got your lineup set for Monday through Sunday. But, I mean, I, I, I'm at I'm – at, a point where I I should be able to know baseball regardless of how it's set up. And you should know how to, you know, like Paul said, take your risks when they come. And if you – sometimes sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah, you just kind of look at it. You just got to do a little extra research on it. And then if you hear anything like an MRI schedule for Monday, then you kind of like right off the bat, yeah, I'm just going to hold them out this week. You know what I mean? Just take the one week. You want the sure points. Always go with the sure points. You want somebody who's going to be 100% healthy. You don't want to take that risk – I mean yeah, I mean if he plays potentially the guy's going to give you 30 to 40 points. But if you don't want to take the risk, find somebody who's going to get you that 20 points because you are always
1: you're going to be able to find somebody on the waivers to give you at least 20 points playing the field. Yeah, to add to, add, to. to add to that, if there's somebody you're 100% convinced that will give you a decent amount of points on waivers, <clears throat> don't even second guess it. Just take it. it. It's unfortunate if, if your guy doesn't if your guy isn't playing, but if there's somebody out there who can give you between 20 to 30 points that's guaranteed money. That's guaranteed points. That's guaranteed that, hey, my guy, you know, it's unfortunate if he, if he ends up giving you 45. But at the same time, you can live with 30 and not having to take a zero.
0: Especially if if the matchup is great. You know what I mean? They got a matchup and they're going against their – because you can see it. You can go to MLB.com see what the projected starters are. And yeah, like, oh, he's going against these guys. They're giving up – their ERA is like over seven. You know what I mean? I'm going to take that anytime. So – Always do just do a little homework, like, and if you're unsure, we're always here to help out. So just go ahead and let us know. So yeah, on that note, let's move it over to the pitchers, man. Got a couple of solid pitchers,
1: man. You want to want to go ahead and dive in on a couple of them. Tyler Mail, Maley,
0: May- Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys who's middle of the pack, kind of uh, like a guy who'll give you 15, 20 points a week. You hope you get a quality quality start from him, you know, to, to solidify that that start from him. If you get him, if you get him a double start, if you get him a double start week, I I think he can a high side thirty five forty. That that's what you're really looking for. But most weeks he probably won't give you that much. He'll probably give you in the double start probably twenty to thirty points. But if you if you, get, if, you get, if you get that quality start out of him, you, you should be sitting pretty secure and pretty uh, okay with your start for the week.
0: Yeah, I mean for an ERA pro- uh, projection of uh 3.15, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean he's but don't think about it, he's in Minnesota. Uh Minnesota did I think they did. Make, did they make the playoffs last year? I believe so. I think they did. So I mean they are their lineup's not as bad as as uh, in years before cuz I know whenever I saw Minnesota I'm like, "Oh man, scratch him off." Yeah. So um but now <clears throat> he's going to probably be a, one of their top top pitching pro players on that team, 163 Ks, not too shabby, 9-8 and eight record, predicting 13 quality starts. I mean, yeah, that's a solid guy. I mean, like going to the double start, like what Ant said, I mean, he'd probably be a solid double start. If you can get him as a double start in, in weeks, he'll probably give you that 30 to 35 points depending on his uh, quality starts for sure.
1: Um... We got John Gray up next. Texas. Yeah, John Gray. He he was he was somebody that our buddy Jose had in fantasy last year. And <laughs> he, he, he caught him and held on to him. And John Gray gave him some good numbers for a, a good stint. And then he got hurt and fell off and went to waivers. So I mean he, he's a he's literally a big boy. He's he's like six ten. Uh pretty good overall numbers. I mean he, he allows a lot of jacks, but he gives you a decent amount of K's, probably like six to eight a game, and uh the ERA is Relatively okay, you know, so you don't, you don't got to worry about allowing like four or five runs a game. He's probably gonna allow three runs a game, and uh, he, and not, not not Houston, sorry, in Texas, he's gonna give you that run support. They're looking you that run support, so he's somebody I would take a good look on for a waiver, a roster <laughs> spot, and if not a waiver spot, you know, if you need somebody for that week. I think he's better than people think because yeah, this guy played in Colorado for so
0: long, man. And when you play in Colorado, man, you're gonna be giving up Jacks even though when you don't think you are, because just because of the hitter's ballpark. So, I mean, honestly, he even did quite well in uh, Colorado, just, I mean, besides giving up all those runs. But, I mean, it just carries out there. Now he's in – I mean, he, he plays in Texas. And, I mean, it's still – you can still hit the ball pretty good out, over there in Texas. But, I mean, I, it's a lot better than Colorado. Yeah. Um, this guy's got some – he's got some nasty stuff. I've seen him pitch a couple of times. Um, he's a great – he's a great fill-in on a double start. Um, to roster, I mean, I, I got to just see how he starts the season. Um, he's always been a name that I've, I've always kind of like looked at. Cause I see him there on the way he's on the waivers every year, man, every year. I see his name there. Um, but yeah, he, he's a solid pitcher for me. He's, he's a, he's a great double start pitcher. Anytime you see him on a double start, the matchups, uh, somewhat decent. He's, he's a lock for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, Great, great pitcher in double star standing. Kyle Gibson, starting pitcher, Baltimore. Uh, they got him predicted to go 360 points, an ERA of 3.8, pretty high. 141, K- uh, yeah, 141 Ks, about a 9-8 record, and about, what, 18 quality starts. How do you feel about that one? He's not. That's not a sell on
1: my end. Uh,
0: <laughs> Baltimore but, or just the name? Uh, all around. He, he's
1: an older guy. Uh, he's not one of those older guys that I would take a risk on. And Baltimore doesn't really give you a lot of love either. Uh, that's a tiny ballpark. He's gonna allow a lot of home runs. His ERA well, was already three eight four. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think he's <laughs> in, I think he's in Philadelphia last year. So he had he actually had a stint where he had he had a good run, uh, but like 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 we said earlier with the waves. Once that wave ends. With pitchers, dra one thing with pitchers and batters, big difference. When, when a wave ends with a pitcher, it's it's over probably. It's over. <laughs> so with a pitcher and a batter, big difference. Uh, he's telling me I'm not even touching him with a stick. Um, <laughs> he can sit on waivers until he <laughs> until he goes like five and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh, I'm not even gonna peek at him. Yikes! Just leave him there, huh? Yeah, leave him there. Biggest question mark I have is the team.
0: You know what I mean, Baltimore. So, I mean Baltimore, you're not going to get a lot of wins out of that Baltimore team, so and as a pitcher, that's what you want because you're getting that seven plus seven there, so if you're not getting any wins, I mean yeah you're I'm not really looking that way at all. I mean, so
1: they have a couple of young guys from last year, but not, no, no, no success in the pitching in the pitching in Baltimore last year. You got Cedric Mullins, you got Adley Rushman, catcher and an outfielder, Both players are probably the only two players you want to own uh in baltimore and there's a third baseman that I'm, I'm still doing homework on uh hanson or henson they're saying he's like the next hottest thing on the market so i would do a little more homework on him but other than that you don't You're know talking about gunner, really want...
0: gunner henderson right
1: yeah yeah 100 yeah. he's the only other guy that people are even talking about in baltimore so i mean unless you have one of those three batters Oh, yeah. sorry maybe maybe they're closer but other than that oh no i had different... their
0: closer last year man he was yeah solid. that's what i'm saying so yeah, he was solid
1: but i mean that's what I said that the closer with them being so streaky and with wins and losses, you can go two, three weeks without having getting a save. And then you can get three weeks and one, you get, you know, three saves one week. This is a, you know, they play a, they play a favorable matchup. So it's one of those situations where you don't really want to, like I said, you you don't really want to own anybody in Baltimore other than those three bats that I mentioned.
0: Yeah. You're hundred percent right, man. Um, Baltimore is pretty tricky. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> moving on. A guy that I drafted and I already dumped. Uh Sonny Gray, older pitcher. I mean, my average age for pitching, man, was oof, man. I was in the high 30s, man. I had I had to I had to find me some young guns, man. You know. But don't get me wrong, hey, Sonny Gray is still a solid pitcher, man. He's still so- somewhat solid. He's he's in Minnesota still. He had a somewhat decent season. Um look at the projections on this one. They got him predicted. ERA at 1 uh, 3.19 359 fantasy points 8-9 record 19 or I'm sorry uh, 12 quality starts in about 30 games and his is just middle of the pack 156 Ks
1: uh, not really guy that's going to get you a lot of Ks like you just said he's more of like you know a ground ball guy a pop fly guy that get you 5 6 Ks a game uh, but in order to get you five or six hits a game, he has to pitch in the <clears throat> first place. So if he's not on the field to pitch, which he's always hurt, then uh, you're not even going to get no points from him because he's not going to pitch. So he's one of those guys that I'm 100 percent not even looking at because he's never healthy. <laughs> no- nothing. Nothing. All right. He's like man. he's like, he's like I, Kyle I, until you show me until you show me something drastic. I'm not even looking at him. Double start, double start. Would you take him with a really favorable matchup? Yes,
0: yeah, a really. I mean, favorable he's, matchup. I, I think I, I think Sonny Gray is worth uh, a spot for me. I the reason why I dropped him is I found something younger, uh, and some, uh, and some uh, somebody coming up from, um, I think it was uh, the Los Angeles Angels. I was doing some homework there, and this guy's just pitching lights out in the, uh, in the uh, spring training. Uh, I'll give you guys na- the name in a little bit in a little bit later. And one of the guys I was, I was been doing my homework on. So, yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason this guy's been flashing out. That's the whole reason why I dropped him. I, I like the upside on the guy, but if it wasn't for that, I think Sunny gray would still be rostered on my team. So, I mean, he's somewhat decent, man. He's doesn't deserve it, but uh, I got to go with the younger guy. Okay. Next up, we got Ranger Suarez pitcher for uh philly i really don't know too much about this guy i don't know if you know anything about him
1: man yeah he, he he has some cool ups and downs uh he's a pretty consistent pitcher with what, he, with, with, with what he's given he's you no know, uh low probably mid-range uh three ra and he's gonna give you probably six k's a game and what you really look for like i said earlier you look for the quality start that's what's gonna be big with him is he doesn't really eat up a whole lot of innings. I think the innings for this year they're looking at him at 155. So that's not yeah. It's not like that's like maybe six innings a game. So it, that's right around that quality start range. Uh, he's more of like a, last year. He was like a, a four or five inning guy before he started getting eaten alive. So that's kind of um, that's kind of where you see him. The stats on him
0: last season, man he uh, he had a 3.65 ERA. He went 10 and seven. Yeah, 129 strikeouts, and uh, he played in 29 games. So that's, uh, I mean, he has room no, to improve. Yeah, room to improve. I mean, he's still a younger pitcher. I think last season was his like second kind of full go around with a, or actually first. I mean, his first season looking looking like he only pitched a couple a couple games, and now it was his, last year being his first kind of full take going all the way around and at his first real action as a, an MLB starter. So I mean, yeah. I mean, he does have room to improve. I mean, for that being last season, it wasn't too bad for him for being his first season.
1: Yeah, like I said, I mean, kind of like you said. Sorry, uh, he's he's young, he's got room to improve. You know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have those jitters as a pitcher, especially a pitcher. You know, like yeah, every month, everybody wants to rake you nonstop. So I mean, you're gonna have <laughs> those jitters. You're gonna you know, you're gonna want to put the ball in the right places, and when it doesn't happen, you, your your whole demeanor falls apart. So. I mean, yeah, yeah he, he he for for what he did last year, I give him props. But he's one of those guys that, like I said, you you, you might want to wait on a little bit. But he's he's in Philadelphia. They got a good good run support around him, and uh, the the, pit, the overall starting five is pretty good as well. So I mean, they're they're gonna have some swag going. They're gonna win a lot of games. He's one of those guys that's definitely a double start for me.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. If he, I mean, if he comes out the gate hot, he probably might get swooped up real quick. So he's probably one of those guys to keep an eye on next up on the, on the list. We have Cole Irvin, the ex Oakland, a He Pitched pretty well. In the beginning of the season kind of got torched at the end. Uh, he moves to Baltimore. Um, he's, he's like a 10 and 10. Like, you know, he goes 10 and 10, 10 wins, 10 losses type of pitcher. He has those games where he can shut a team out. And then the next one, just give up seven, eight runs. Um, he's, no, nothing to like, he's, he's not a dazzler, is what I'm trying to say. He's not gonna double, double start. I'm even kind of questioning the double start on him just because he gives up big games like that. For me, uh, he's he's just a guy. If he gets hot, you just got to play him at the right time and cut him really quick because you could you just got to get what you can out of him if you need to pick him up.
1: Other than that, yeah, he's I'm looking the other way. Yeah, I'm not touching him. Uh, I'm pretty sure his ERA is above four. I didn't look at his numbers yet, but I'm, he's probably got a career ERA above four. That's not doing you any wonders in fantasy baseball. He plays in Baltimore. Um, his Ks are, like I said, range of Suarez are around probably the six-ish range, if that. So, I mean, you really need a, you really need a quality start out of this guy to get a, a reasonable game out of him. And if he doesn't get hit for the first three or four innings, yeah, you'll probably get it, but... He's always rocky, so you, you never know what you're going to get from, him, especially this guy. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching him either.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. His stats last season, he gave up, uh, or he had a three point nine eight ERA. So
1: <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> he's almost high. at almost at four.
0: <laughs> His uh, he had nine wins, thirteen losses. Yeah, he played. He played in Oakland. I mean, the run support was pretty horrible last season. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, he's not going to a that much of better of a place in Baltimore, so you could kind of expect the same, really. Yeah, he's not a dominant pitcher, so no, yeah. he's, he's
1: gonna get jacked <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> Next guy up, we have Marco Gonzalez. You, I don't know, man, pitcher out of Seattle.
1: Yeah, he's he's a, he's a nice little veteran. He'd give you, a, I don't know, six innings, maybe. Like I said, with a couple other guys on the board already. Not really a big K guy. He's you know ground ball pop up guy. Um, he he's one of those guys who's it's kind of weird, but you you really don't mind rostering him. But I feel like when I have rostered him in the past, he's hurt me more than he's helped me. I don't know, maybe maybe I got a soft spot for him. I don't know, but this year he's one of those guys I'm actually gonna be looking at. But he's, he's like I said, he's a nice veteran. Uh, Seattle's got some swag going on over there. They got a nice batting order to give him some run support, and uh, I'll, I'll keep my eye on him. He had a 4.13
0: ERA, man. Last season. Yeah, he had a bad year. So he uh <laughs> so yeah, he's got room to improve there. Yeah. He went, he went ten and fifteen. Yeah. And he had 103 strikeouts in 32 games played. Yeah, I'm not touching this guy, man. Um, <laughs> no way. Uh only only because uh yeah, I mean just the ERA kind of blows me away. I mean, but Seattle did play good last season. So it's like, maybe he just had the tough luck and just had, he was just on the uh, wrong end of the stick on those games. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't really see myself. I have seen him last season. He still never, he had, he didn't have a game where he wowed me. And I watched a couple of games, you know, when I watch a pitcher and how he can try to make, a, you know, a batter look kind of foolish a little bit. He just says he doesn't have that nothing electric about him. Nothing electric for me. Uh, double start. I'll probably pass unless this guy just has some kind of miracle about him next season. But yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of his. Um, let's just, uh, we'll, we'll take a pause on that one later. Um, <clears throat> we can move on to roster trends. Uh, a couple of guys we just talked about, or it's going to probably be all the guys we just talked about, uh, roster trends going back up to, uh, France. This guy's rostered in 87% of the leagues and he's a 75% start. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's starter. <laughs> that, that's a guy that could be a starter for sure. I think
1: we talked about that already. Yeah, if he's not a starter, it's because you drafted somebody that's probably a top five first baseman, and uh, he should definitely be rostered at least on your bench. You know, so especially if you got somebody who's hurt, I would even stash him. You know, just to, just just to maybe trade him later, or you know, if you got if you got that that open roster spot, it's it's a no brainer in my opinion. Okay. I want to look at a couple of guys
0: that we haven't talked about because I know there's the Josh Bell, there's the Matt Chapman, CJ Cron. How about Nate Lowe? Nate Lowe, huh? Yeah.
1: Uh he uh he had a stint where he was killing the ball, hit a lot of bombs, had a good uh, pretty good uh, batting average. Fell apart and uh never really re- never really came back. So, I yeah. Say, I, mean,
0: I I think I like Nate Lowe over Ty France, to be honest. The reason why, I mean, He's playing, he plays, um, he plays, I think, well, on the Rangers still, or let me see. Yeah, he's yeah. still in Texas. Yeah, so he's still in Texas. He batted three, he batted 302. <laughs> Bat 2 27 homers, strikes out, eh, as you would think, you know, 100, 147 times. Pretty high. Uh, yeah, I mean, he had 179 hits last season. So honestly, I, I don't know why this guy's not higher than a couple of these couple of these first basemen for sure. For sure. I'll take him over Josh Bell. Um, he had, uh, he had a solid season last year. I, I know I picked him up a couple of times. Cause I know my first baseman got hurt and he was available and he did wonders for me. I like, I like Nate Low If he can, can, if he starts the season hot, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll, be, I'll end up picking him up and uh, trying to stash him there somewhere. Because I think he, he's in a good spot in Texas. And uh, I think, I think he can really produce there and be, Become a, a quality first baseman in my eyes. I don't
1: know.
0: Um, what about – uh? here we go. How about a catcher? Eh? We haven't talked about any catchers. Uh, William Contreras.
1: Has he got a brother out there? Yeah, new uh, Wilson and William. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, that was a big signing for Milwaukee. They got, they got the – I'm pretty sure he's the younger brother. Yeah, he's the younger uh, one. He's a middle-of-pack catcher. You know, I, I, I'm not really crazy about him. Uh, at one point, the Braves had both of them. They had uh, they had William, they had William Contreras and they had uh, D'Arnold. So they had two catchers at one point. They were uh, if you don't have a great if you don't have like a top catcher, you're basically streaming the whole year until, until you get one that you are, are content with. <laughs> That's how I see that position. Yo, honestly, I like
0: this guy a lot. I had him last season. The reason why I dumped him last season is because. He was sharing time and he wasn't like the everyday. Yeah, every and then he day. was like, yeah, yeah, and every time he was there, he would do good. And then it's like the week that I, I you know, I'm like, all right, I'm starting him. And he would only play like two games and whatnot. But so so the news on this guy, he's supposed to be the catcher out there. So um he's gonna get his he's gonna get his uh his starts in Milwaukee. Uh stats last season, he batted two seventy eight, 20 homers, struck out 104 times. Uh he had 93 hits. And he only played about 95 games. I mean, so, so you can see a lot of those games. He, he did do a lot of pitch hitting, you know, because, I mean, he's a good hitter, especially for a catcher. For me, I don't, I don't understand why he's not rostered. I mean, if I didn't have the catcher I had, that's probably who I'm looking at. For sure, he's going to get rostered this season at some point. Um, it's hard to find catchers, man. Catchers are one of the things really hard to find. You're not going to get a lot of points out of it, uh, out of a catcher. Um, there's also another one we'll probably talk about here uh, in a minute, but he's one of those guys that he's like a bottom of the, uh, like right there on the bottom of the, of uh, like the top 12 catchers. Maybe, maybe makes it
1: inside depending on how he starts the year. Yeah. He, he could easily fall inside the top 10. Uh, I, I'm not, I, I wasn't really crazy at him last year based on, like you said, he had he had to share of the time, but um he could, I mean, we honestly, we don't, we don't really know yet. You know, he, he's never really had the full-time gig. So once he, when well, now he has a full-time gig in Milwaukee. He could be a six, seven, eight guy, you know, maybe even top 10, like you said. But I mean, if there's only a handful of catchers that you rely on, you know, without getting hurt. And when, when, when them go down the whole, the whole catcher gig shifts. I mean, I think he could easily fall into the top eight role.
0: Yeah, for sure, for, man. Uh, I like it. I like him gig. a lot,
1: man. I like him a lot man so
0: like if if somebody goes down or if my catcher goes down or something or I'm not liking what I see at catcher he's he's a guy I have my eye on I've I've had my eye on I had my eye on him in the draft and that's how yeah. I thought I was going to go with to be honest until I got uh until until I landed my catcher and then I was like you know what uh I don't really need him but yeah a guy I have my eye on for sure ant um if you don't have a catcher and you're not happy with the catcher you have this is the, this is the guy I'm kind of looking at for you, and uh, he would be a great pickup just because of the workload he's going to be getting now in Milwaukee. Uh, Tyler Stevenson, catcher out of Cincinnati.
1: I know a little bit about the guy. Uh, he was he actually had a good run, and then he bro- he broke something, and everybody like he he broke something or tore something towards uh, I believe the middle of the fantasy season, and he never came back early enough to play again. But uh he was he actually had some pretty decent numbers from what I from what I heard. I didn't I haven't looked at him, but
0: yeah, I'll uh, give you his I'll
1: give you his numbers right here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> check this out. He played 50 games last season, he got hurt. He batted 319, six yeah, homers. Was... Uh he struck out 47 times, 53 hits, and 166 at bats. So <laughs> yeah, that three that 319 batting average though, yeah. That's, that's pretty good from a catcher.
1: <laughs> yeah not a lot of catchers are batting 300 so yeah so i mean small sample size but like i said uh from what i've you know read into him a little bit and i've heard from a few other people he was he was doing good things with the ball when he was on the field it looks like right here he got he was only limited to 50 games last season
0: uh he had a concussion a broken right thumb and there a yeah yeah so this guy was banged up man yeah he was all a- tore a- up
1: <laughs> i mean so I mean, yeah he was, he, he, you know he, from from what you see though i mean i i definitely think if you don't have like one of the main catchers like we say, he's definitely someone to look at
0: yeah another one i think those are two catchers uh people should keep an eye on um uh, for sure uh at one point in time i feel like both these catchers will be swooped up uh before you know it uh another guy we got on this list uh Brandon lowe second baseman
1: i got a soft spot for this guy. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about him I, I every time I look at the waivers I don't know why I always click on Brandon Lowe and just read the notes it could be the same note I don't know why I don't know what it is about Brandon Lowe uh, but I, I, I just like him I, I don't I don't need to take a second baseman majority of the time but and hey, there's a guy out
0: there that needs a second baseman right, right yeah
1: right. he's, he's just one of those guys that when he's healthy he puts up pretty good numbers and like I don't know I, don't, like I said I don't know what it is I just got a soft spot for him but I like I like his game uh, when he's healthy. He ha- when, when he's healthy, but he hasn't been healthy in probably I think a year and a half, two years now. But uh, two years ago, like I said, he was putting up pretty good numbers. He hit a lot of home runs. His batting average was better than average, and uh, he had a good amount of RBIs. And you know, with the Rays, you're not really getting that too much from too many players anymore. So when you're when you're looking at players at the position, you need to feel for the week, or you need to feel for uh, Andrew Void. He's one of the guys I would definitely look at.
0: So two uh not last year, but the year before. Yeah. He batted about 250, 39 home runs, 167 strikeouts, 99, 99 RBIs, 132 hits, and he played in 530. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> he played in 149 games. Um That's that's the Brandon Lowe. If he gets to if he can get to that, that type of player again, oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I love
0: I love this guy, man.
1: From a from a second baseman, if you get forty home runs, I mean, it's like a <laughs> no brainer. I mean, you are get forty bombs from a second baseman. There's yeah. Only, he... There's only like two or three, not even that probably they'll give you forty home runs. And if, they're, if there's a certain semi listening right now from uh, our our league who might have a Jose Altuve on the DL now, <laughs> maybe oh, take an eye out, Maybe maybe go take a look. I, I'm gonna tell you right now,
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it. Ant- I've been looking for a spot to put him on my roster. <laughs> I just can't find a spot yet. Uh, I leak- I'm going to leak that information right now. I cannot find a spot for Brandon Lowe right now, but I really want him on my team. Yeah. Um, this guy, I mean, if he comes back healthy this season, uh, he's one of the guys that's going to be spooked up really, really quick. And uh, like I said, I'm trying to get him right now, man. If he's on your, if he's on your free agency, and you're kind of, you took that uh El Tuve hit. This is probably the guy I'm looking at, man. To be honest, yeah. Um, last guy I want to touch on right real quick is uh, Jeremy Pena. Uh, he's he's a he's a younger cat shortstop for uh, Houston.
1: He played pretty well last season, eh? He played great, rookie of the year, World Series MVP. what else? What else do you need out of a guy that young to be doing what he's doing already? Uh, he's one of those guys who should be rostered 100. Um, at the shortstop position, but you only like 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 we we it's like kind of a broken record there's only a handful of guys in the shortstop position that even give you a long-term play um if you're in a keeper league or a dynasty league that's no brainer no brainer right there man uh Jeremy Pena is the guy and uh I'm pretty sure he I'm not pretty sure right? does he play second base too? I think he does cuz he
0: uh he played second I think he had to cover for uh Correa who either. got hurt last season,
1: so or Brady yeah, me, yeah, or third base. Yeah. I, I know I'm pretty sure he plays multiple positions. That's yeah. only that's only the plus in fantasy baseball, guys. If you get somebody who plays multiple positions and somebody goes down, insert him right there. It gives you wonders to work the free agency waivers better because you can pick somebody else at a different position rather than having to be stuck at one position. No, they only have they only
0: have my shortstop. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I don't think he played enough games. I think he he subbed in a couple of times, but no.
1: Okay. Well. But yeah, still a solid player. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent rosterable.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Look, check out his numbers last season. And he, he didn't play the full season because you know it took. Uh, he took a little while to get into the league. Uh, he batted 253, 22 jacks. He had sixty three RBIs and one hundred thirty two hits. Just amazing. It's,
1: yeah, I, I want to say this. This might be kind of like a a double edged sword. Don't always be swayed away by the batting average. As as hard as that may seem to believe, you know, or oh yeah, no way. I want a batting average. He's about three hundred. You know, you want two eighties. <laughs> the, the way I see baseball, the batting average is drastically falling for majority of the, of the league, and it's you know. So don't. I just want to say, don't always be swayed away just because you see a low batting average.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, especially with strikeouts too. If this uh, strikeouts is the one that you kind of like want to really look at because you're getting those those negative those negative points out of that. I mean, those guys going – guys going like 0 for 4, man. You're taking that negative 2 right off the bat. And there's a – sometimes they go 0 for 4 a couple days in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they finally – hey, and then they finally hit a home run. Ant, and all right, he hit home run. How do I still got negative 1?
1: <laughs> yeah, you still got negative 1. Maybe, maybe you're in a nice goose egg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's – that's uh, where you want to really look at. The strikeouts is the big one. But if the guy is hitting 40 – Thirty-five to forty home runs—you kind of have to live and die with the with the strikeouts. I mean, it just—that's that's that's their job. That's their job is to hit homers, and the only way they're they're hitting homers is they got to swing, they got to swing away every time. So, yeah, that's what we look out for. All right. Um, is there anybody else you kind of want to talk about on the list? I know we have the
1: most active on the other side. Anything else you want to go over on that one, Ant, or? I'd actually just start looking at the list we're pretty we're pretty good there, man, I mean, like I mean we named off pretty much all the name ones all the big ones and the ones we didn't name we already talked about earlier, so i mean we hit, we hit we hit all the all the you know middle guys pretty well, yeah,
0: yeah, what about going back to the top three agents Let's just go back to the list a little, a little bit um, anybody else on that bottom half of those lists kinda kind of interest you a little bit? Because I know we just talked about Brandon Low Brandon Lowe was on the list, and he's actually pretty low for the for the hitters there just because just because they're going off his injury last year. That's that's the whole reason why he's ranked kind of low. I see uh Justin Turner too down there. Well, Justin Turner. Let's give it let's give it a talk about Justin Turner, third baseman. Got uh Boston. Uh he they got him predicted at 390 93 points. Uh bad average of two eighty three. What's his home runs look like? Uh they yeah, they they got him at about 17 homers and with about 100, 154 hits. I mean, we talked about their baseman's kind of hard to find. Also, what do you think about, uh,
1: giving a little Justin Turner a look new home, uh, new scenery, all that. Um, I, I like it. I, I think he get, a. he's one of those guys who's good at, you know, contact so he he can find the holes in Boston they got a pretty big outfield. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of places to put that ball. Um, I just don't. I just don't know their overall aspect of what Boston's going to look like. Because I mean, they're they lost uh, Bogarts. Their pitching staff looks different every year now. So I mean, yeah, I kind of, I kind of. It's one of those you kind of got to see what they're going to look like from a whole team aspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if he if he might come out hot, he might come out cold. You never know. But you know, the whole if they come out as you know a good team, they start a season nice, you know, seven and two, eight and two, something like that. He's one of the guys you at least want to keep your eye on because he might be part of the. Reason why they're eight and two, yeah. So if you had if you had two top play, it uh, two top players you're looking at on that hitters list who who you got your eye on just for everybody out there. Two top um, the hitters. I, I am going off of this. I'm going to go one guy that I was going to bring up after this, uh, Ahmed Rosario, which we'll talk about, and then I would also like probably Charlie Blackman if he's healthy. Okay. But we can let's talk, talk about Rosario. Let's yeah. talk about Rosario right now. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys, shortstop, uh, can put up to good numbers. Um the home runs were pretty cool for a shortstop, not too bad. I think, you know, middle of the pack. Uh he he hits the ball pretty well. And uh he was a he was a big part of the Indian uh nine sorry Indians. He was probably a big part of the Guardians last year Indians. in the playoff run. <laughs> kind of Come the on, man. the yeah, on, big, man. he was a big part of that guardian success. Um he's someone I think can make a major major jump going into the season. Yeah, let's uh talk about
0: the stats last season. He batted uh 283, 11 homers. Uh he had 111 strikeouts, 25 walks, 71 RBIs. Is this right? He had 180 hits? Yeah. He, he had a good season, man. Yikes. Oh, man, that's a guy you kind of want to look at at shortstop, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I mean, he could be a top top 10 shortstop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so if you're looking for a top 10 shortstop, that's one guy. That's a pretty good find right there actually.
1: I didn't really know too much about him. In
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty solid uh probably pretty solid shortstop out there actually. Hopefully uh, nobody in our league is watching. <laughs> All right, what about pitchers? Uh, anybody on those on that list that two guys you got
1: a, you got an eye on? Um Like I said, I was I I'm back on the marco gonzalez train i think he i think he might have a comeback here and then if i had to pick another one i want i want to like even though we didn't talk about him steven Matz. i want i want I'm, really really, I'm glad you brought that
0: up because i want to talk about
1: him yeah i really i really, lo- really want to like him but uh, my second the second one i want i'm gonna pick though is uh john gray but, yeah, we can okay. definitely talk about Kyle Mads, Stephen Mass. Let's talk about Stephen Mads because this, this is the guy I have my eye on right now.
0: Depending on how he comes back, uh, I mean, it was his first year with uh, with St. Louis last season. He had his, the injury bug. He only played in 15 games. Um, his ERA was blown – not too blown up, but it was 5.25. Uh, he went 5-3. and three, uh, And, he, I mean, he he's – the year before, man, let's just talk about the year before he had. And he, and he pitched – he did this in Toronto. He had a three point eight two. He went fourteen and seven. I mean, he had a solid season in Toronto the year before, and that's in Toronto. You
1: everybody's hitting the ball, hitting the uh,
0: the letter off the ball in Toronto. So,
1: yeah, I I, I kind of just feel like he never really got in the you know he never never really got in the full form you know for, for the first year. They like said he only went five and three or five and four. He said so. He never really got in the to a groove to where he, you know could make a big splash. But I think this year, you know, we, we'll definitely somehow keep an eye on. You'll probably keep an eye on him too. And uh if he, if he, if he starts looking decent, he'll be gone real quick. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then what was the other guy you wanted to go ahead and talk about?
0: Oh, no. I was just on Marco Gonzalez. Oh, no, Marco uh, Gonzalez. And, and uh, John Gray. But those are right. my two picks. I like, uh I also want to keep an eye on, uh I know he hasn't been pitched well in uh, maybe two years. But uh Zach, please, please. I, I think, yeah, I think that's how you say his name, but yeah. I had him, I had him when he first came out. He was, man, that dude was amazing. He, he's the, when he's on, this guy is electric. He's making, he's making hitters look silly in the box. I mean, if this guy is just fully focused on baseball, he's one of the best pitchers out there, man.
1: Yeah. Something about the guardians and their young, their young talent, man. Like they come out looking hot, you know, real hot. And then, they they kind of tend to fall off a little bit, or they get hurt, you know. So there's always something there, and then when they come back, they just they don't got the same juju, you know. And and I I, I kind of wanted to bring him up, and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of gonna let that one be.
0: I I dude I I love this guy. I love him as a pitcher. It just he has to get he has to get his mind right. He's so young. He's one of those guys. I think he got in trouble. Uh, he got in trouble because he did something in 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 the in the ball club with the ball club or. He went out late. I think it was COVID. It was during COVID, huh. and uh, he <laughs> he went out and partied when he wasn't supposed to, and then uh, he caught COVID. And the manager's like, "What are you doing? We 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 have uh, regulations and restrictions on everything. You can't yeah. be going in to do that." So, well, ever since then, <laughs> it's like he's been he hasn't been the same guy, man. But before that, this dude was dude. He had like a one like his ERA was like one point five, and he was just striking like. 11 K's dude was just amazing. But if he could get back to that, man, hopefully he just matures a little bit, does what he was doing before he got in trouble with the ball club and just finds his groove. Man, I think he could be a steal if he can find that form. Yeah, man. I mean,
1: 1.5 is a little hard to ask for, but yeah, we could do if we could do so similar numbers, like I well, say similar. He only pitched a couple
0: of games. He, he yeah, had see, like if, he, if he
1: could do similar numbers, that would, that would do wonders for someone's fantasy team. Doc, I'm telling you, he was ama- <laughs> he was amazing.
0: I I locked him in there. He had one start. He was pitching against the hottest the hottest hitting team, and I I throw him out there just because he was he was that good. But yeah, yeah. that was two years ago, man.
1: <laughs> you never know, man. That's it. Fantasy baseball, the yeah. funny fantasy sports are funny, man. Yeah. It's- You'll never expect it, and then it happens.
0: Yeah, two years ago, man, I'm still banking on a guy to come back to form himself from two years ago, but it's all right. And let's do some early predictions here, man. I I just want to talk about – what about Cy Young Awards?
1: You have a a way too early Cy Young uh, Award prediction? Uh, Cy Young, I I had a couple in mind. Um, But – it's a little different one. I, I like I like McClanahan and in, uh, in, uh with the Rays, I, I think he I think he can go out there and give you some good numbers. If he had a good year last year. I think he could perform better on that one. I like Shane McClanahan. And then um, there was uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. I, 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 sorry about that, but yeah, Shane McClanahan is probably my number one right now. Just based off of uh, what he did last year, and I think he could even do better this year.
0: I got a couple of uh, one of my guys, an older pitcher. I think you like this guy. He's playing with the New York Mets, Max Scherzer in oh, I the NL. Know, I, I, uh, I like I like Max Scherzer, man. This guy, no, the guy no, doesn't. No, no. He doesn't. Let me let me tell you, he doesn't. He does what he has to do, man. He's a lot older. But I still think he can get the job done, man.
1: No, most—I mean, he'll definitely get the job done. It's just the the injuries are starting to pile up, man, and uh, it's one of those things where how long, how many how many like, but he missed a good chunk of the season. He missed, he missed like think, like two months with the rib, with the rib strain or whatever it was. So yeah, he, he was he was playing okay before, and then he had the rib strain, and then he came back really great. He came back better than he looked before. So it's just the injury the injury toll man starts taking all these pictures. So like, that's
0: what I'm that's what I'm saying. So if he stays
1: healthy, he's he's in that conversation. Yeah. No, nah, I do remember my other one now. Um it was the new Yankee Carlos Rondon. I think he has going he 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 definitely has the mechanics to get it done. Uh as he showed with the Giants and I think the run support in New York will give him a lot of help too. But so he Carlos Rondon, he's a under the radar M V P candidate or Saw Young candidate. I like I like Garrett Cole more than I like him though because he's well, a different. <laughs> he's
0: I, I I like him more, man. I mean Garrett Cole ha- but he hasn't been he hasn't been in the conversation for science since he's been in New York, right?
1: Uh first year obviously because he left uh he left uh Houston. Yeah, but then yeah. last year the dude got jacked, jack, jack, yeah. jack, 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 jack after exactly. jack. You know? He got he got messed he, up pretty bad. Yeah, he fell off one thousand percent, and then everybody was like, Oh, hey, should I draft him this year? Is he worth a... Uh, late first early second uh i i i didn't take him and I, I probably wouldn't have taken him even if i had a good bad a good rotation around him so i think he's a third rounder guy but i think uh,
0: he i think he i think he he finds his form and i think he gets back to being with the best pitcher in the yeah. a, in the american league for sure just because i, I think it. he he got he got smacked around i think he's gonna find his groove for sure um but yeah i mean there's a couple of guys i like to pick i picked pretty much The obvious ones, but um, a lot of these new pitchers though come out of nowhere, they come
1: straight out of left field and win Cy Young out of nowhere. So, yeah, there's always always a handful that the the Cy Young race is always so close, you know. Like, you got guys who will go 15 and 5, and you got a guy who's going 15 and 10. But the difference is, one guy will have a two ERA, another guy will have a three and a half ERA, you know, with 10 more, you know, quality starts or something. So, it's always so close, but there's always different ways to go about it. And they, they always look at it differently. You know, if, you, if your team's making playoffs, if your team's, you know, winning 100 games, you know, there's always more to it than just the numbers.
0: Yeah, for sure, man.
1: Yeah, so have a little fun with it.
0: Um, so, yeah, we'll probably, next week, we'll probably do uh like the um, MVP for each side again. Yeah, hitters. and so, so we'll just play around with that. We'll go do do that next week. But uh last thing, last segment we got on this show, man. We're going to talk about the upcoming AAA AAA players. We got uh I got the top 5 hitters and the and the top 5 uh pitchers. Um I'll let you go ahead and crack at it, uh, get the first crack at it. You talked about them earlier in the show. I did. I
1: did the Gunner. Gunner Henderson. This guy's uh I I honestly didn't know much about him until the, the beginning of the season. I started looking him up and he's he he's a uh, pretty flashy for what he does man and i i'll be i'll be surprised if he's not called up you know too far along. and unless unless he has some drastic change in triple a you know I, i'm i'll be surprised if he's there for too long yeah he uh he
0: he played a little bit at the end of last season uh and he did pretty he did pretty solid cuz i remember picking him up in your your friends league and uh i think he's eligible on in two different uh positions so, I mean, that's always – that's always a big plus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy's – I mean, looking – let's see what he did over there or what he's doing in AAA. Uh, he had 23 home runs, 94 RBIs, 23 stolen bases. I mean, he's got a, a 3.6 percentage at a home run. I mean, 151 hits. You know, this guy is just, just crushing it in AAA. Uh yeah, he's no brainer. He should be called up real soon, especially playing in Baltimore, man. I mean,
1: yeah, that, I, that, mean, that, 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 <laughs> I was going to bring that up too. That's one of those big ones where it's like if you if you, if you have nothing going for you, just call him up and see what they got. There's no point in wasting them in Triple A,
0: <laughs> for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you might as well get all the get all you can get all the experience now, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Corbin Carroll, the, the second on the list. This guy. Based off his numbers right here, twenty-eight bombs, seventy-six RBIs, with thirty-three stolen bases. That's what you really want to look at right there. That's all around numbers, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's 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 like, like a five-tool player, all all in the making down there in Arizona.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, he's already and he's already rostered in our yeah. our league. So I mean, he has he has some somewhat of a experience, uh, MLB experience already. Um, last season. I mean because he only played 32 games. uh yeah 32 games when he was called up, but I mean he batted what 260, hit 31 K's, 14 RBIs, and uh only four homers. So yeah, he's pretty solid. Uh, he should have a solid season. I mean, Arizona too is another place. I mean
1: another young team.
0: Yeah, for sure. Another another young team. Um I forgot what position did he play? I think he was an outfielder, huh? Yeah. He is an outfielder. Yeah, that is correct. All right. Let's go to the next person on this on this list. Oh, we got here. Francisco
1: Alvarez. Yeah, 21. Younger in the pack. He's got uh 79 RBIs, 72 walks, which is pretty average. No steals, so you know <laughs> don't really gotta worry about that one at all with him. And he got uh 28 home runs. I mean that's cool. That's kind of like your typical first third base, first first third base bomber type guy. You know, don't really get you no steals, so you don't have to worry about that. And then the strikeouts were average, one twenty seven in AAA. So I mean, you're not really, not really flashing anybody away from a fantasy from a fantasy perspective, but from a AAA perspective, it's like one of those things you got to keep an eye on for sure, long term.
0: So he plays catcher, right? He's a catcher for the Mets. Yeah. So, catcher for the Mets. He got called up last season. He only played in five games. Uh, he only put up ten fantasy points. So he didn't re- he didn't have a long stint in, in the MLB, but crushing it in in AAA, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So, I mean, depending on how I don't even know who the catcher is in in, in New York. So, I mean, obviously, if this guy keeps keeps crushing it, at some point they'll give him another look and try and bring him up. Probably as soon as possible. I mean, because catchers, one of the hardest positions to, uh, to kind of fill. Especially, I mean, not just in fantasy. I mean, even in in regular baseball, there's not a lot of catchers out there hitting hitting the ball really really well.
1: Yeah, like I, like I, I said a couple times, you know, there's probably only a handful. You know, after that, you're streaming. But they're, they're, like like I said, as long as we keep an eye on these guys, more likely one or two a pan out.
0: Yeah. For sure, man. Uh next up on the list, uh Jordan Walker. Uh he's also a he's a third baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, sir. Uh he didn't he so he has no MLB experience at all. Yeah, it's over here. All double yeah. A. Yeah, it's all double A. Um, but he's let's see, let's check it out. I mean, look, he's got nineteen home runs uh in 400, what four hundred and sixty one at bats, nineteen homers, yet sixty eight RBIs. Fifty-eight walks, twenty-two steals. I mean, it's not too bad. He had a three, well, His batting average was what three hundred six. So he's hitting the. He's putting the ball in play, and he's already he's already actually rostered in our fantasy league. So yeah, i was just, look, just looking kind, at that. The
1: you can kind of average. see how
0: you can kind of see how our our fantasy league is. We got guys already taking
1: people that are on their way up, right? Yeah, like I said, I was, I was just looking at that. The batting average what stands out three hundred six. Everybody else on the list. Uh, well, well, number five, we'll talk about in a minute. But other than that, you're hitting two eighty nine, two ninety six, two fifty eight. You kind of give and take with the you know home runs, batting average, stuff like that. And then it, if you get the stolen bases in there as well, that, that's it's a no brainer. Yeah. For- uh,
0: um. All right. Yeah. So. Six. All right, yeah, and we we'll just we we'll just keep it moving along then. Uh, looks like we got Anthony Volpe. Uh, I don't know too much about this guy either. The numbers look good though. We're still
1: doing our homework on this on these guys. Yeah, the the numbers the numbers definitely stand out with this one. He's a twenty one bomb, sixty five RBIs. This is the wonderful part about this guy: fifty stolen bases. Say what? Fifty. 50. 50 stolen bases. That's, right. that's how many that's, points that's we awesome. get. How
0: many points we get for a stolen base?
1: Jesus, that's a lot of stolen bases, man. That means you that means this guy flies around the base path. Um yeah, the 35 doubles out of 501 at bats. So that's pretty good overall. So this is one guy who is probably, if I had to go off the list, he would probably number he would probably be number number three on my list. I, obviously, I like Carroll based off of what we're talking about. Then, then I like Henderson. Then Volpe, and then the catcher. You obviously need to throw the catcher in there fourth, and then I'll probably put Walker a fifth. Man, uh, I mean, well, this listen, guy's giving
0: you—he's giving you 100 points in stolen bases. That's just one stat.
1: Yeah, well, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Wow, 50 stolen bases." <laughs> okay, yeah. this is this is AAA stats, though, right? Yeah, but I mean, but it don't matter. It don't, it don't matter the, the speed, speed. You know, it don't matter. <laughs> Or you're so, running. You're still, what do you tell you? Tell me you can't teach speed. You cannot teach speed. Speed, if you, you fly, you fly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the the the, the, catch, the catchers are in the, at, at the MLB level. They they have the IQ, but come on, man, he'll go from fifty stolen bases to thirty five, to, to to forty. I mean, I'll still take forty stolen bases any, any day of the week, especially in the category league.
0: Yeah, that's one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Go ahead and take over the pitchers, man. The pictures right here. We got uh, a Philadelphia Philly. Let me scroll up real quick. Nineteen years old. We got a uh, Andrew Painter. Pretty good numbers overall, man. You got a uh, only eighteen earned runs. We got one hundred fifty-five stolen bases. The ERA is wonderful at a one point five six, and he's six and he was six and two last year. That sounds wonderful. So I mean, you're, you're winning games. You're not allowing runs, and you're getting a pretty and you're getting a pretty good strikeout ratio at 155 to 103 innings. That's over a strikeout an inning. So I mean, he's
0: yeah, looking pretty I, I, good. He's,
1: looking pretty good. <laughs> he's he's probably one of those guys that won't be up anytime soon. Based off his age, he's only 19. Uh, from, from I mean, from what I've seen, we also do a little more homework on it. But uh, guys who are that young normally don't. Get called up right off the back.
0: Nah, 19 is way too – way too yeah. raw in talent, man. Like, in if you, if you, you throw him in there – I think the last 19-year-old, I think, that went in there was oh. uh, Strasburg. I think Strasburg was, like, one yeah, of the youngest ones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Strasburg. But, but he was a phenom coming out, and everybody, like, knew about it, and it just – he was striking everything out. So, uh, but, yeah, 19 is too young. You don't – if you throw – if they throw them him in there too early and he gets rocked, that confidence is just –
1: yeah, shattered, <laughs> shattered, so yeah, so, so it's hard to compete with those numbers. But at, uh, the second pitcher, run, Liz Grayson Rodriguez, he he spent some good time with the team last year, he played for a good amount of time. Um, he he was hot and cold, I, I had him for a little bit too. He wasn't too great overall, in my opinion, but I mean, he's really young, he's only 23, so it's only a matter of time before he can blow up. But like we all say already, Baltimore kind of like a place to go die
0: yeah baltimore hasn't been uh they haven't been they haven't been good since they had the old like adam jones in, in the outfield and just it just hasn't been right man baltimore's
1: always struggled though uh-huh. even when they were decent they still weren't blowing anybody away you know <laughs> i mean they, 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 they their division's pretty tough and all but when you're not we're not really competing in general it's kind of hard to you know, have people want to come sign with you and so so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, they just kinda have to build uh build the youngsters up and just kinda yeah
1: he's one them of them. there he's one yeah. of them you know like he he wasn't he, he wasn't too horrible last year he just didn't really blow anybody away he had a lot of subpar games he had like probably he probably had probably like four to it was every probably four out of every ten were good games, you know, if that but uh yeah overall um, I'm kind of sticking away from him. I mean, then we got uh Yuri Perez, another young guy, 19. Uh, 77 innings pitched. That's another good one there. 77 innings pitched with 110 strikeouts. That's another high clip on the K. Uh the ERA is double almost four, three nine seven. And he allowed nine bombs last year. Not bad. I mean not, you got a high ERA, but the the, I, the strikeouts the strikeouts kind of help when you know it's 110 to 77 innings pitched. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not too bad overall. I mean,
0: it's- yeah, it's, it's still again plays in uh, yeah. Miami. Yeah. A young guy, uh, same thing. So I mean, yeah, I mean he's he's I mean these pitchers are going to be great. I just hope they're when they get to the big the 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 show, as they would say, you know they're just in a in a situation where they'll be able to succeed get get these guys a couple of wins and just don't crush their just don't crush their confidence. I mean that's that's what a lot of this is with with pitchers. You go up there, get smacked, and the confidence is gone, man. It, it it's, it's gonna be too hard for fun, uh, for these
1: guys to come back and turn it all the way around. Yeah, this guy right here, it shows all double A for him, four games. Daniel Espino. Not, I don't know nothing about this guy, so I gotta do my homework on this guy. Uh,
0: hey, go ahead. Man. 18 right innings,
1: only 18, only eighteen, only eighteen innings pitched. So I have no clue on what, on what this guy's been doing with his career so far. So. Uh, he's one of those guys we're definitely gonna have to do our homework on and check a little more on him. He's a guardian. Uh, he's probably, you know, probably a new sign-on or something. Ain't been in the game for too long. Um, but if he's on the list, he, there's, there's obviously good to go about it. There's obviously something some backstory that makes him to worth relevant to be on his list. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty all right there. He went one and basically one and zero. Not too bad overall, I guess. Uh, Kyle Harrison, last on the list, fellow giant. He's He's a pretty good prospect. 113 innings pitched, 186K is another good clip. That's a, something I'm big on. As long as you, uh, as long as you have at least 1K an inning, that's pretty good to me. ERA was pretty good under three at 271. Four and three, nothing to blow anybody away. But once again, it's always time to improve when you're only 21 years old. <laughs> Fellow giant, eh? Yeah. See, I, I mean, I, 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 I'll tell you how I feel. I'm not biased, you know. He has, he has room to improve. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: pretty much uh sums up uh everything we got here. Man, is there anything else you want to touch on a little bit? Any free any more free agents you see or
1: um anything, oh, any are other one, input? Those one uh, ProFar went to Colorado oh, earlier. In oh the yeah, that's right. that's right, I forgot to
0: bring that up. Other than
1: that, there's nothing it's been it's pretty been quiet on the baseball front. A lot of football stuff going on. So that's our that's a another podcast, another story. But uh overall, yeah, I mean we're we're pretty much Doing our homework and keeping base on what's been going on, at least for the most part, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty much where we where we got to be, you know. <laughs> like I said, it's pretty quiet on our end. Yeah, so we got about what one week, I think,
0: until baseball season really kicks off. So kind of yeah. keep an eye out on that. Uh, we want we're going to still be looking at the you know <clears throat> these up and coming AAA players. Um, we're going to try and do as much as we can. If you have any other if you have any questions or you need uh, any other uh, Help with that, or you want us to look up or dissect a player? We will, we don't got no problem with that. I know I'll do a little extra digging because there's so many players in fan with fantasy baseball. Man, there's so many players, it's not like with fantasy football, there's no triple A, there's no other, there's nothing else to keep an eye on, you know what I mean? Yeah. To like, you know, watch who's cold, who's coming up. It's baseball season so long, man, there's so many different um, things to look at, and you just got to be on your toes sometimes, man. You got to, you know, watch that waiver, try to get a couple trades in there. I know this league is kind of hard to trade in. Uh, I'm I'm trying to make a splash already with a trade, but you know these guys are being a little stingy and don't want to trade with me. I know this guy right here sitting sitting right in front of me uh, on the show is being a little stingy with his first baseman. He doesn't want to send him over, but you know we'll 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 make we'll try to make something work. Maybe on the next podcast, maybe on the next podcast we could try to we'll talk about this trade that's been looming. Yeah, maybe offer some
1: breaking news.
0: (laughs) So offer some breaking news. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, send, them, send them a couple trades. Just send it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's all you got,
1: Ant? Yeah, I'm good for today.
0: All right. Well, you guys, make sure you guys follow us uh, at TIYF uh, on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and at TIYF, at TIYF underscore at Twitch TV, Twitch.tv. I'm sorry. And uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts or any other um podcast stations you listen to just look us up tiyf um other than that that's all i have ant uh let's uh we'll see everybody next sunday at noon uh this is this will be our, our our time that we're slotted at every sunday so until then everybody have a great rest of your sunday and later
1: later guys